The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, we all experience pain from time to time and deal with it in different ways. We'll uncover what you can do to manage your pain and whether it's external or internal, like inflammation. Plus, later we'll tell you what's going on around town and what's new at Mother's Market. But first up, Dan Chapman is the chairman and CEO of Red Remedies, a leading natural health supplement provider that has won awards of 19 of its 30-plus products and is an advocate for holistic approach to wellness. Dan has a passion for healthy living and a fascination with the healing power of herbs and belief in the importance of successful local business for a community with him. And we welcome him to the Mother's Market Radio Show. How are you? I'm doing great. So good to be here with you today. Great to have you. Why don't you fill our audience in a little bit of your mission and work before we get to the show's topic? Certainly. Well, our mission is tied to our name. Uh, the company name is Red Remedies. Uh, Red is spelled R-E-D-D. Uh, and it's a word from the early 1800s that means to put in order. Uh, and really, that's our mission at Red Remedies. And I believe that the greater mission of our industry is to put the body in order as it relates to health. And uh, at Red Remedies, we believe it takes a community to accomplish that. And so we're really proud uh, at Red to be a part of that community to really help people put their lives in order and live healthy, full lives. Nice. I like that it's uh, to put in order. And I like that history. Thank you. Uh, today we're talking about the latest advancements in natural pain management. And so, Dan, what is pain and the unpleasant sensory and emotional experience that is associated with pain? Certainly. Well, you know, if you think about uh, pain, most people just think about, oh, my goodness, it hurts. Something hurts. I'm in pain. But the definition of pain is really fascinating to pay attention to. And it literally is an unpleasant sensory and emotional experience associated with the actual or potential for damage, for tissue damage. And, and really what highlights there is the fact that it's emotions. So if you think about pain, there's always emotions tied with pain. And the level of emotion will actually decide how much that actually hurts. And so one of the things that we do at Red Remedies is when we're dealing with a problem that you might have is we're paying attention to everything going on in the body to make sure that we address it well. The typical way that we address pain is with inflammation and, and working to reduce inflammation, but that's just a small piece of, of how we might help somebody in pain. So um, we're going to address it fully, and there's a number of targets that we have there. Excellent. What, are there different types of pain? Most certainly. Um, you know, there is acute pain and there is chronic pain. Uh, acute pain are going to be the things that are really a little bit more short-term, uh, might be associated with an injury or a disease that you might have, and that certainly is inflammatory-based pain. But that, that chronic pain is pain that's long-term. Uh, it's damaging. There's a lot of stress involved in that type of pain. Can all the different types of pain be addressed and helped? Absolutely, they can. Um, and that's where we really need this full kind of experience in order to make sure that we're going to help somebody with whatever type of pain it is that they're experiencing. Um, what are the targets to address to help someone with pain? Uh, well, the, the targets are uh, certainly inflammation. I mean, that's the first one everybody is aware of, but, but I almost don't like to start there. Mm -hmm. uh, I like to start with stress. Stress is an important target that we address. Um, also, circulation as another target. And then a fourth target is, is the brain and emotions to calm that down and make sure that we're going to help somebody work through. So um, 
yeah, let's talk a little bit about when you talk about that um, flexibility and inflammation, you have a couple of other targets that we're talking about, movement, circulation, stress, brain. Can you kind of um, expand on that a little bit? Most certainly. So, you know, if we talk about uh, maybe stress first as one of those targets that maybe it's one of the things we don't normally think about as it relates to pain, but when you were in pain, um, the, that stress response produces cortisol. And obviously we're aware of that. We've heard about that in other topics, but one of the things that cortisol does at elevated levels as it relates to the pain sensation is it actually rewires the brain a bit. So if we have uh, long-term pain and excessive cortisol, the brain is actually rewired. The hippocampus as part of our brain actually shrinks a bit in size. And what's important about that is that's the part that connects um, its memory formation. It connects the emotions to those memories. And so when you have a smaller hippocampus tied with high cortisol levels, what that results in is an amplified level of pain in the body. And so if we're addressing that stress response, which we can do with some adaptogen herbs like ashwagandha, mm -hmm. you're going to find that that emotion tied with stress actually reduces pain levels quite nicely. Mm. And what about movement and circulation? Why is that important and related to pain? Well, if we look at traditional Chinese medicine, uh, which has been addressing pain well before we actually had great definitions for what pain is and even understood how it worked in the body, uh, they looked at pain as a circulatory issue, um, a, a movement, a stagnation. So if we could move energy or move blood or move qi, um, they found that pain levels would diminish dramatically. And, and if we look at what we're trying to accomplish there, by moving circulation or chi in the body, you're actually oxygenating the tissues in the body. Mm. You can oxygenate and bring, bring nourishment to uh, the joints and to the muscles uh, and to the nerves and really all the organs throughout the body. So if we move circulation, that alone is going to diminish pain levels dramatically and is really important for uh, different types of pain that people are experiencing that are not inflammatory based. And what do you mean when you say that the brain is one of the targets? Good question. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes people think when I say the brain is a target, we're thinking just about a headache. And, yeah. and we're, that's not really what we're talking about there. What we're talking about is the way that we experience pain. And so if, if you think about pain as the emotional component, um, think about your anticipation for pain. So if we're going into something that we know is going to be painful, we are so anxious and, and kind of ramped up about that. The pain is actually pretty dramatic. But once we've experienced that, maybe once before, and we're going in the second time, and maybe it's a shot or the dentist or something like that, but we've been there before, and we realize, oh, that really didn't hurt as bad as my expectation. So if we can actually just calm the brain down, um, pain levels will also diminish dramatically. And so uh, traditional Chinese medicine also has some wonderful answers for that. Um, specifically, an herb that I love is called crittalis. Um, crittalis just quiets the mind, quiets the brain, and allows that pain experience not to be nearly as dramatic as what it was. Uh, not a sedative in any way, but quiets the brain and allows us to get through. Oh, I've never even heard of that, so that's nice. You were talking about connecting high cortisol levels to hippocampus. And can you expand on that? Sure. An example of somebody that is experiencing stress like that associated with pain, it, it, and there's a number of examples, but let's just say that somebody has a bad knee or a bad hip, um, and it's, it's not the type of thing where it was a weekend injury, but there's real damage there. If you think about the stress that that creates in the body, 
it's that type of stress alone that can raise cortisol levels. And it's, it's that type of pain that isn't going to go away tomorrow or next week, maybe. And so it's a long-term pain that they're experiencing. And so the longer they experience that, the higher cortisol levels get, and the more amplified that pain gets over time. Mm-hmm. And so while, yes, it, it is certainly and can be physical in the body, that's where that emotion actually ties in and, and makes that pain experience worse than what it actually is. And so if we can modulate or, or deal with that stress response and reduce cortisol levels, you're going to find that the pain experience can diminish even though the physical issue is still there and needs to be addressed. And so how do they manage that? And they manage that with uh, a class of herbs known as adaptogens. Specifically here, we're using ashwagandha. Ashwagandha um, is amazing at balancing that stress response in the body. And so it's going to work in um, the, uh, um, we call it the HPA axis, the hypothalamus pituitary and adrenals. And so this is all emotions and communication within the body. So we're going to, again, kind of modulate and manage that stress response, reduce cortisol, and allow the pain experience to be less than what it would be otherwise. Okay, thank you for expanding on that. So when you're talking about stagnation um, and the pain associated with that, is that why they ask us to move more? Well, certainly moving is important, right? And so many of us have jobs where we sit all day, and we know just from that experience how much better our day can be if we just get up every hour or two and move around a little bit. Um, But it's, it's the same type of a thing that happens in the body as it relates to pain. And so if we can use some herbs just to warm the body a bit, so the right herbs that we're using here, they're herbs uh, known as huangbai and kanzu. It's a combination traditional Chinese medicine known as two marvels powder, and it warms the body a little bit. Uh, it's not hot and spicy, but it warms up a little bit, and that actually moves uh, circulation, it moves energy, moves chi. And when we do that, we find, again, that we can oxygenate the muscles and the joints and the nerves, uh, oxygenate the tissues, and bring nourishment there. And so when that happens, again, pain levels are going to diminish because our body is functioning well. It, it's almost like using herbs that allow, it, it's the same experience as when we get up and move around, but these herbs are allowing it to happen internally in our body and really bring nourishment where we need it so we can have uh, repair of those tissues as well. Hmm. And in that combination with that moving, would that help us minimize the pain? I think that's sort of what you No question about it. And again, that's what traditional Chinese medicine, what they found for so many years, is that moving qi, moving, uh, getting rid of that stagnation, that that alone would take pain and reduce it dramatically. And so it's a very different conversation, again, than what we're used to related to everything is anti-inflammatory. We're talking about circulation here. So working on that stress response, moving chi and energy and circulation in the body are going to reduce pain dramatically. And we haven't even had a conversation about inflammation yet. Okay. Okay. Oh, great. Well, this is really interesting information. And right now we have to take a quick break, but more in a minute. Uh, Don't go away. We'll be right back. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high quality, great tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. 
And SolarAid delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy SolarAid at Mother's Market today. And welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And we want to remind you that if you've missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for radio and listen to the past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with Red Remedies Chairman and CEO Dan Chapman. And we're talking about the latest advancements in natural pain management. It's really interesting. And uh, Dan, we haven't talked about inflammation yet, and that seems to be where everyone talks about related to pain. And how does that fit as a target? Absolutely. And we certainly don't want to ignore that piece. It is absolutely important because when there is pain, there is inflammation associated. And so we know that one of the best herbs to use for this is curcumin. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are using a patented form of curcumin. Uh, it's a curcumin C3 complex. Uh, what's really remarkable about this one, it, it is the most studied uh, single patented curcumin extract there is in the world. Uh, When National Institutes of Health was doing their research on curcumin, this is the extract that they chose. Uh, The same is true with MD Anderson. So there are 80 plus uh, peer-reviewed clinical studies on curcumin C3 complex, which is a component of, of what we're using to make sure that we address pain well. And so a really powerful extract as it relates to helping your body manage that inflammatory response. That's great. Can you talk a little bit about what is curcumin for people that don't know and what what is it? Certainly. Uh, curcumin is actually, um, the proper name is turmeric. Um, so turmeric is a wonderful uh, Ayurvedic or Indian herb. It's a wonderful spicy herb. Um, and and uh, the active components of turmeric or curcumin are the curcuminoids. Um, and so we're standardizing for curcuminoids, and those are the active components that are really going to do the power uh, work in the body. And you were telling us, when, or telling me when you first walked in, that the, your your particular product um, isn't spicy. That it's cinnamon, right? Is that this? Yes, uh, we have a, a new product that we're launching here at Expo West called uh, Curcumin C3 and a chewable. Um, and, and so it's the only uh, standalone curcumin extract and a chewable with a cinnamon flavor. And it, it's really a wonderful product. Um, and we have the same chewable in our Pain T4 formula. Great. Excellent. What if your pain is specific to joints? Um, well, if, if your pain is specific to joints or really anything throughout the body, uh, the inflammatory component is very important. And one of the things that's unique about curcumin C3 is the fact that it is not just highly bioavailable in the body. And that's one piece. We need to make sure that curcumin can be absorbed into the bloodstream. But the second piece of this that isn't talked about enough is the fact that once it's absorbed into the body, we need to make sure that what we're getting in that, um, that activity level are only the active conjugates. And a curcumin C3 complex is the only patented extract in the world that guarantees that all we're delivering are the active curcuminoids and not what is known as the inactive conjugates. Um, it's a really important piece because if we have absorption, but if what we're absorbing is not active, then it's really irrelevant. And so if we're looking at effectiveness, it's absorption as well as activity levels. Can you expand on that? I, because I think that's, as you're saying, that's, that is the main piece. So how do you know uh, with your product, that C3 complex, how do you know with research behind mm-hmm. it? 
that it's uh, fully tested? And what, what is your research? Yeah. So if we look at curcumin C3 complex, uh, the research shows that we're 20 times more bioavailable than a typical uh, turmeric or curcumin extract. So the bioavailability is absolutely there and at a very high level. But it's that next piece that I was talking about that I think is really the most important, and that is the, um, the fact that we're delivering the forms of these curcuminoids that are bioavailable, that are active in the body. And so it is the only extract out there that guarantees that we're, what we're providing are the free form or active curcuminoids rather than uh, a combination of inactive conjugates as well as the activity levels. So it's the only one out there, again, that's giving you just these free-form active curcuminoids. What does a curcumin do when it uh, gets into the body? What is the biology but, of that? That's a good question. So um, we standardize for curcuminoids, and, and that's, again, what you're going to see from every manufacturer out there because it is those curcuminoids that are important. Once those curcuminoids are in the body, they do follow a path. And so the end result is tetrahydrocurcuminoids, okay? And that's the component that gets transported into that the body is going to use. And that's really what's unique about the curcumin C3 um, formula that we're using. It is in that active form of tetrahydrocurcuminoids. And again, it's the only... Uh, patented extract out there that is guaranteeing that level of delivery. And it, so that's the important piece is we're not only highly bioavailable, but it is the active curcuminoids that are being delivered. So we know that once it's in the body, it is absolutely going to work and going to be effective. Okay. So is NEM, and I guess that is the... N-E-M. Yes. Yeah. That's the natural eggshell membrane that you talked about. Okay. So is the natural eggshell membrane like glucosamine or chondroitin? So if we look specifically at joint function, um, NEM, or natural eggshell membrane, is a pretty remarkable ingredient to, to allow healing to happen to the entire joint structure. It's the only whole food that I know of in the world that naturally contains glucosamine and chondroitin, which we're all familiar with for joint function. But it also has um, hydrolonic acid and collagen and your sulfur-based amino acids, which are so essential for the healing to take place for not just cartilage, but tendons and ligaments and synovial fluid, as well as, you know, again, managing that inflammatory response uh, in the joint. Hmm. What if the joint pain is gout-related? Um, well, gout, of course, is high uric acid levels in the body. And so this is a, a very different approach that's needed in order to make sure that we can help somebody that has high uric acid levels. Really, what we're doing there is we're helping the body slow down the conversion rate um, of purines, which is a protein in our foods. Um, so purines turn into uric acid, and we can interrupt that conversion rate by using ingredients like uh, cherry fruit extract and uh, bioflavonoid known as quercetin. Um, and then we're also nourishing and supporting the kidneys. The kidneys are essential for people that have high uric acid levels because if we nourish and support the kidneys, they'll naturally process that uric acid out of the body. And so we can, we can diminish levels of uric acid very quickly and very effectively in the body by using those two approaches. Does that automatically, um, does it balance it automatically? Or, I mean, what about like men, women? How yeah. does that balance that? Yeah, so it that's, uh, uh, doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, we're going to be able to address it the same way. Um, and again, when we're dealing with uh, people that have gout or high uric acid levels, we are really wanting to make sure that we're nourishing and supporting kidney function at its core. Um, elevated uric acid is a kidney function issue. Now, certainly there's some diet related in that. We don't ignore diet. But internally, we're nourishing and supporting the kidneys. 
Hmm. And what if the pain nerve is nerve related or uh, neuropathy? I suppose. Yeah. So um, if if the pain that somebody is experiencing is related to nerve function, um, what we want to do there is we want to go back to that circulatory component that we talked about earlier. Um, so we go back to herbs like Huang Bai and Kanzu in order to oxygenate the tissue, um, oxygenate the nerves, bring nourishment to the nerve uh, tissue. And then we're providing some other nutrients like alpha-lipoic acid and acetyl-L-carnitine, which do a remarkable job of kind of rebuilding that nerve structure um, and some other healthy fats in order to rebuild that myelin sheath. So how often and when do we need to take these supplements? Is it preventative or do we need to be in pain in order to take these? Certainly. And so there, there's a variety of different products here um, that are on the table in order for us to address all of the issues today. I mean, there is a specific product that we use in order to help somebody with pain. And there's other products we use specifically for joint function and uric acid levels and then um, muscle function and, and nerve function. And they can be used preventatively. Um, for example, if you are uh, an, an active jogger, if you're out all the time, our joint health product is amazing to be used preventatively or, you know, when somebody has some, some joint pain associated, we can use that to repair. Um, so a number of these products can be used preventatively, most certainly. Um, but if we're talking about something like Pain T4, that's a product that we use when we need it. It's not something that, oh, I, you know, I'm going to have pain tomorrow, so I'll use it today. We use it when we need it. Thank you. Um, now, what about nerves? Can they heal? Uh, absolutely, I believe that nerves can heal. Um, there's some amazing research out there specific to alpha-lipoic alpha acid and acetyl-L-carnitine that shows that you actually can regenerate nerve fiber with these uh, natural ingredients. Um, if you were in Europe or Germany, for example, the doctors would prescribe to you alpha-lipoic acid for nerve damage. Um, here in the U.S., we don't tend to use those natural ingredients well, but the studies are solid. The studies are very, very strong and show that we can, in fact, regenerate and rebuild nerve structure. Hmm. And what if the pain is muscle-related? Well, if, if pain is muscle-related, uh, what we want to do there is we want to nourish and support those muscles. And so if we think about muscle function... Uh, mineral balance is essential for muscles to function well. So when our, when our muscles are tight and contracted, uh, there is sodium in those muscle cells. When our muscles relax, the sodium comes out of the cell and potassium enters. So muscle function is, is on a simple format, really nothing more than sodium and potassium switching places going in and out. But if we think about our diets are very high in sodium and low in potassium, it makes sense that those muscles contract really nicely and don't relax when they're supposed to. And so we're, we add potassium to balance out that level of sodium potassium, and now that muscle will contract and relax the way that it's supposed to. And then we, we introduce magnesium as well, because magnesium is going to turn that, it's almost like a light switch that turns that pump on and off. So magnesium is going to allow that muscle to contract and relax, while sodium and potassium are, are really the minerals that are going in and out of that muscle as it's contracting and relaxing. That's interesting. I didn't realize that. What is the best way for us to manage our pain overall? Well, the best way, of course, is a proactive approach. And it's to not just sit around, but to be active, of course, um, but to make sure that we are nourishing and supporting. And so at Red Remedies, the thing that's most important to us is designing products that are going to nourish 
the body, support the body systems, and create balance in the body. Because when we are well-nourished, supported, and the body is within balance, we're going to find that disease doesn't happen and damage to tissue doesn't happen. And so we've got many products to help people stay in that place of nourishment, supporting, and balancing. And we also have plenty of products to help somebody when maybe it's a little bit later than that, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and we need to do some repairing today. So we're going to be able to help either way for you. Excellent. Well, this is very interesting information. Thank you so much for your time and some great advice, and we really appreciate your knowledge, and we look forward to having you on again. In the meantime, you can get more information on Dan and the website. It is redremedies.com. It's R-E-D-D, remedies.com, and we look forward to your next visit. Thank you Thanks so much. for having me today. Thanks. If you've ever enjoyed the delicious food inside our kitchen, you may have tried this tasty dish. Now you can make it yourself. Another favorite at Mother's is our red lentil soup. It's delicious. So the ingredients are two and a half cups red lentils, sorted and rinsed, one half cup onion diced, one half cup celery diced, one half cup carrot diced, one tablespoon olive oil, one teaspoon basil, one teaspoon oregano, a dash of black pepper, two bay leaves, a teaspoon tamari soy sauce, and six cups of water. First, you place all the ingredients in the water in a large pot. You bring it to a boil and cook for one hour over a low flame, stirring occasionally. You remove from the fire and serve piping hot. Make sure to take those bay leaves out too. Make six servings and it's a delicious soup. That's Red Lentil Soup by Mother's Market and Kitchen. Thanks for listening to the Mother's Market radio show and for shopping at Mother's Market. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.